Adam Carolla here with an important message. We've worked the body, and the troll is against the ropes. The patent troll has thrown everything he's had at us, and we're still standing tall. We're going to wrap this thing up with a big haymaker. By clicking the Amazon banner on this show's website, we'll get a little kickback from every purchase you make, and it'll go directly to the Podcast Defense Fund. So whether it's school supplies or radar detector, we're going to get a little bit to deal the final blow and knock them out. So spend away, and thanks to everyone for your support. This is Corolla Digital. Bill Goldberg here, and whether it be the NFL, whether it be the WCW or the WWE, I have met a myriad of interesting individuals. Spend an hour with me on Who's Next with Goldberg and listen to the likes of Tony Stewart, Terry Crews, Chris Daughtry, Sean Merriman, Clint Black, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and many more. Go to podcastone.com, podcastone.com. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little Italian breadsticks. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We're all here. I'm here. Gary's here. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt's here. <laughs> Chris. Hey, boo. Oh. <laughs> hello, boo. Jenna. Hello. And hello, Kaylin. Hello. I'd like to thank Kaylin for that carb today because he brought breadsticks. Oh, those were him was, that brought those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I was having one. Or actually, I had... I feel like this is the perfect way to find a box of communal breadsticks. There's a bunch that are broken in there because if you're like me, you're like, I can't have a whole breadstick because that's all those breadstick calories. I'll have half and then it doesn't count as any. <laughs> and then Kaylin said, breadsticks, Boom. carb. And then I said, oh, good idea. I said, I brought those. So not nice. only bring, he bring the breadsticks, he brought this week's carb. Except the connotation of breadsticks on this show is not necessarily the most positive one. Oh, I knew there was something, but oh, I forgot no. what it was. Yeah, it's it's Hold on, Chris. What do you mean, what? It's your story. Who doesn't like breadsticks? Yeah, seriously. The woman Everyone that you work with who stuffed one down her pants. Oh, those breadsticks. No, <laughs> oh, gross. No, no. Oh, gross. But she did that. It's weird that I still am cool with breadsticks and I eat them. These are different. <laughs> I, the breadstick that I imagine she did that with. And she did that to that get back the, at someone, yeah, right? Yeah, that was like a... It, that was an oily breadstick. It had like the butter or the yeah. or like the garlic glaze on it or something. It was which just sounds ill advised for her. Yeah, it's bad right. for her. It definitely brought some stuff back up with it. Yeah. Ew! Like what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Starting early. But what could it have brought up? I feel like I'm supposed to bark now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we women are supposed to bark for things that women would put on a breadstick. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Oh, we're just holding That's back. Yeah. We probably Hashtag have. yes all women. Uh, yeah. Yes all women bark. <laughs> um, anyway, I forgot about the fact that breadsticks have come up on this show before. 
But anyway, I appreciated your addition to the carbs. It was my pleasure. So thank you very much. So lot to talk about. I mean, actually, not that much, but just a thing. Couple things. I had two shots yesterday. And uh, it wasn't the big nothing that I was expecting. I think I had mentioned that I had to get immunized for chicken pox and for German measles. Hold on. I definitely thought you were, like, having drinks. Tequila shots. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it was taking every like, fiber well, of my wow. being. Yeah. <laughs> I knew because of your other. Instagram. Right. But yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So got that. But then also something that came up is we have – actually, by the time you hear this, we, these shows will be already passed. But as we record this, a couple of Adam Carolla shows in San Diego coming up. Trying to figure out how I'm going to get down there. I may just drive myself, which is not a problem. However, I've never felt more unpopular and unloved (laughs) than trying to find out who is driving down in what cars. (laughs) And there's there's a lot of people not making eye contact with me. And people being like, oh, I don't know. It's it's like we're leaving leaving four days before and we're going to move down there. We're moving down there so it'll probably be inconvenient. Yeah, you don't want to come with us. And it's making me feel like, what do I not know about myself? I offered to drive you. Because you saw what was happening. I I feel like in your head you're like, oh, wow. I was like, her, come they, on, they guys. They really don't like her around here. It's the first I've I actually a... didn't think that, but I, but I see your point. <laughs> see where I feel that way. Yeah. I believe that th- that was all of us trying to save you from being down there sure. longer than you would want to. <laughs> see, here we go again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I but not it. really. Oh, no, I can't tell. <laughs> you can't tell I can't if you're tell joking. You are, than, you are more than welcome to sit on the t-shirts in Kaylin's trunk with us. You can do that. <laughs> there you go. See, there you go. I feel like we're all like invitation to Kalen here. Like he's come out of the gate so strong. Like we're just going to spend this entire show catching up to him. That was Kalen's corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kalen's corner. Hello. Yay! Not even have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was part of it. Actually. Yeah. All right. Well, if it's really just that, it would be super inconvenient. And for I, you. for me, then I appreciate everyone going out of their way for me. But if this is all a way to get me, <laughs> this feels like, you know, the don't tell Ray parties. I feel like I'm part of a don't tell Allison show, except that I have to go. Earlier she said she felt like a human hot potato. Yeah, I did. All right. Now let's get back to feeling like a human pin cushion. So I had to have these two shots. And you know how I've talked before about my whole, like, um, I just hate having blood drawn. And then people are like, yeah, needles. I'm like, no, no, it's not like your garden variety pedestrian needle phobia. This is like a very elegant, specific, I hate having blood drawn phobia. Turns out, no, I don't like having shots either. Um, I went to, so the thing is, the doctor that said I had to get these shots doesn't give them. And said, talk to your OBGYN. Well, she doesn't give them. She said, um, maybe like a Rite Aid or an urgent care or a pediatrician, which I think would be funny if I went to a pediatrician. Like, I don't want to sit in a small, tiny chair around a bunch of dinosaurs. So I went to an urgent care facility. Have you guys ever been to one of those? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I never had. Did you go there for something urgent? Yeah. Which is really why you're supposed to go, I guess? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, not too long ago, I thought I was having a heart attack. Because I woke up and I felt like someone was squeezing my chest. And uh, turned out it was just me. Yeah, it was Gary <laughs> in my dreams. No, um, I still went to work anyway. I was just kind of, this was like just a couple weeks ago, actually. I was just like, 
just it's not it doesn't hurt that bad like it's just every time i take a super duper deep breath it would kind of pinch and hurt you went to work even though you worried that you might be having a heart attack that is devotion it is it's true devotion and uh i was gonna wait out the entire day like just try to go in the late afternoon but then by like 11 30 or so like i'd been up for three hours and it was still hurting me and i was just getting really nervous like i knew it couldn't have been anything super serious because i wouldn't have physically been able to get out of my house but it was scary enough i was like you know what? i just got to go to urgent care turns out that i have uh an inflammation in one of the arteries or one of the the connective tissue between my rib cage and my breastplate so it's it's like a what's the name of that tissue uh I, there's a name for the whole symptom i can't remember what it what it was exactly but the idea is that it's it's in a place that seems like it's my heart mm-hmm. which is why it felt like mm-hmm. someone was squeezing my heart but really has nothing to do with my heart or my lungs or anything Good. and you know i got all those tests while i was there just because i was like yeah just, it was so freaky you know i'd never really had anything like that before what caused that do, do they know stress that's what they said i couldn't imagine from where though and <laughs> yeah. uh, so so, so they gave me like like a shot of steroids and then like little steroid pills i was taking for just like a week or so just a few days and i mean i feel way way better now but did your was... nut shrink no just kidding so steroids <laughs> oh oh yeah no, i don't know i think they, they got they really said defensive right. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> no 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 i don't think they did i uh, i didn't really you know measure the circumference or anything though to be sure I was just joking. Okay. <laughs> but, but if you could bring in some documentation, yeah, yeah, that would be I need, I need proof. That. Uh, but yeah, urgent care. Yeah. Definitely was just there. Well, so I went and I went on a Sunday. There was hardly – there was like seven nurses per patient. They were all super nice. But it still took about an hour and a half from the time I got there. And I began to feel this – and I realized I'm a complete wimp. This feeling of dread in my stomach as we were pulling up. And I'm like – it was that kind of thing where I'm like, you know – by 3.30, it'll be over. Like, I'm almost done with this, even though I realize... Because I really didn't like getting shots as a little kid. And one time when I got one of my vaccinations, I remember it felt like someone, like, punched me in the arm. And then my arm... And I was a kid, so I had a little arm then. A little kid arm. Like, blew up. And the flesh, like, turned necrotic. And, like, I had a whole bad reaction to it. So I feel like... When I got the MMR, which is the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine, and it hurt like a motherfucker, I was like, I was reminded of that other experience. And I was thinking, because I've been thinking, this is going to be no big thing because I'm an adult now. And so there's more arm to shoot this stuff into or whatever. But it really, that one surprisingly hurt. The chickenpox one was nothing. Although I've had the chickenpox vaccine before and i'm not immune now so i don't know why this won't take but anyway there was just a lot of them coming in and saying well because it's sunday we can't reach your insurance so you have your choice of it being out of pocket which will save you money in the long run as opposed to if we bill insurance and then like i it didn't make sense to me and but so many different people came in to talk about it with me that's like somehow if you do it through insurance you could end up paying a whole lot more which doesn't really make sense to me but I was like, okay, let's just do out of, out of pocket. Although I really kind of wished the whole time we could have just had this conversation after she started giving me the shots. But so anyway, she came in to do the shots. And um, and she's like, hey, you're going to feel a pinch and then you're going to feel a sting. And I said, is the pinch the needle going in? She's like, no, the pinch is me pinching you. <laughs> and she like, so I have this bruise on my arm in the shape of two fingers from her. Is that what they normally do when they do a shot? Do they normally pinch your skin? Yeah. I don't know if they pinch it so hard that you get bruise marks from <laughs> right. it. Finger marks. But yeah, they I've every shot I've ever gotten, they always 
pinch you. They try to like, like not let you yeah. know when it actually is the needle. Otherwise, your skin you get all mm. tense. I think oh. that's why they do it. I thought maybe they maybe the pinching is so they don't go too far with the needle or something. I don't know what it was. But. Maybe I my I mean I'm no doctor. My impression was always that it was to kind of like just almost to confuse you, so you wouldn't know really when the needle was going in. Right. I, I mean, I felt the needle itself, and that was really a nothing, because now I'm, like, familiar with the feeling of needles since having blood drawn and stuff. Um, but, yeah, but the the measles, mumps, rubella one stung quite a bit, and they said afterwards that it's, oh, well, that one's thicker. And I said, oh, you mean the needle's bigger? I'm like, no, the needle's tiny, but the solution mm. is powder and water. And so the solution is thicker. So, of course, now in my head, I'm like, I hope they shook that thing up a lot. I hope they didn't just shoot powder into me. I'm sure it was fine. The, st- then, the steroid shot that I had hurt, like, fucking really sting. bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, like crazy. And I, I took me completely by surprise. But just a few minutes. I mean, it hurts, yeah. but it's for the better. That one, that one is in the butt, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think it's the expectation that it's going to be nothing that then makes it excruciating <laughs> yeah, I mean, excruciating is too strong yeah. but like wow it's not pleasant wow I don't, I don't that really, didn't feel like nothing i don't really think that's true because i'm my expectation is never that it's going to be nothing and it always kind of hurts okay who says shots are nothing then does there no one are, say that there are people who feel that way and say that and believe it i yeah I they've never not been me. i mean it's making me think that maybe blood having blood drawn is better <laughs> I Which think it can. Say, yeah, I hate that. Big. Can be. There are shots that I've had where I'm like, oh, that was it. That was nothing. But then I've had the other ones that hurt like crazy. So I think it just depends on your like pain right. threshold. I think having blood drawn is better because once it's in there, you kind of just you just hang out. Yeah, you just kind of forget. But about just it. But you're thinking about it. Becomes a part. <laughs> it just becomes a part of you. So on my way out, or before I left. No, not <laughs> not on my way out. Not at all. Around the time where she told me to lay back on the table and put my feet up since I seemed like I was getting lightheaded and she wanted to just watch me for a while. I'm like, I'm such a wimp. <laughs> I'm the biggest baby ever. Um, she's like, oh, and by the way, uh, you're going to need another measles, mumps, rubella in about a month. I was Ooh. like, oh, like hell I am. <laughs> well, I'm done. <laughs> wow. Did you, did, you, did you scream? Did you curse? How how'd you handle the pain? I, I said. Bite on something? <laughs> I said. Wow, that hurt. (laughs) That's what I said. Because they kept being like, you okay? You doing okay? You okay? The chicken pox, again, like that one was really nothing. But the other one was was a little more than nothing. So, and here's the whole thing. Because then as we left, Daniel's like, well, now you won't die from chicken pox or something. And I'm like, you don't understand. This isn't for my health. This is for... The health of the imaginary baby that I'm hoping to have one day. The whole thing is that if you get, this is what they say, if you get chicken pox or German measles when you're pregnant, that causes birth defects. Mm-hmm. So this isn't even for me. <laughs> I hope so this imaginary. <laughs> that is the correct response. That's right. And also, it was a lot more expensive than they first estimated. So exactly what age do you think you'll be queuing up this podcast for your new baby? <laughs> Two, three? I hope. God okay. willing. I mean, you can put it on like Mozart in the crib. I mean, you can no, do it right actually, away. No, actually, I'm going to play it and then I'm going to put headphones on my stomach. Aww. I mean, I... <laughs> I've heard that the Kalen's Corner riff is perfect for a developmental right. cycle, so... I mean, I hope. I hope. It would oh, be... Gosh. What? <laughs> it would be neat Came if I... Came out of the womb. Hello. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, it's awesome. my nightmare. <laughs> I still have this thought. Which is that, what if I can't get pregnant at all? Now, no one's actually said this is a possibility to me, so I hope this isn't the case, but... 
your point being then what the fuck am I doing this for? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I need there to be a payoff. There will be. Yeah. Thank you. Positive (laughs) positive vibes. I'm just trying to put it out there. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. I thought there was something else. Are you? I don't know. Are you the type person that if maybe if you think like, oh, James Franco cut off his arm, so this won't be that bad, like type of thing. Like you think of like worst things that happen to you, and then it kind of or worst thing, (laughs) worst things that happen to other people. So it kind of make this little needle going in your arm not seem as bad. Nope. Not a bad idea. No, I know what I was gonna say. One last medical thing. You know what I found to be very painful? Not uh, Very painful is too strong. Surprisingly, like, oh, I didn't expect that to hurt. Have you guys had general anesthesia? Yes. I have not. Did, you, did no. you feel the propofol burning you? Nope. You didn't? Some people do feel it and some people don't. It was when I was on the operating table when I – like a second before I was out, I felt this immense burning in my hand. And then all of a sudden, you know, then the next thing I knew, I woke up. But mm-hmm. they say that it can – that's like the thing that puts you out. But they also – no, do they also put, use gas on you? I don't know. Um, I don't think they use gas on me, but I, I was – I must have just been really lucky because the guy was like, count backwards from 100. And I was like, 100 and I woke up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. I think it depends because sometimes they'll put Novocaine in there too, I think. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Enough of this medical minute that's lasted a super long minute. How's everyone else doing? Doing good. Hopefully, Pretty good. I guess Same. as this episode's airing, we will – all be on our vacation is yes, that right that's correct we talked about it a little bit last week but uh yeah i'm just i'm leaving for mammoth you're in I, mammoth right now i'm currently <laughs> in mammoth and having the time of my life <laughs> i really i just really can't wait i haven't had a nice like literally seven days out of town matt put that beer down it's the middle of the day yeah, okay <laughs> um but i mean honestly that's really i feel like as weird as it is that's been my only motivating factor for like the last two weeks like there's tons of work to get done and i'm not you know putting any of it aside but it's always like okay as soon as i'm done with this project i'm that many days closer to my vacation yeah i know i'm, I'm very excited too doesn't really matter you could have the best job in the world you still look forward to vacation time so imagine how we feel uh no but honestly that's <laughs> but, so dun, 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 dun. but truthfully though that that is i feel like this is such an incredible job and when before I had it, the idea of like ever needing any time for myself when I had such a great job just didn't really occur to me. Like that was for having that crappy corporate job with the paid vacation days. That that's when I'm really going to enjoy all this vacation time. But now the scenario is a little different, and I still love it. Yeah, there's a honeymoon period with a lot of jobs. Or everyone should be lucky enough to have a job where at the beginning they're like, I can't believe I get to do this. And I get paid. Yeah, exactly. Um, this job was like that, you know, at the beginning. And then I remember when I used to cover stuff for Rolling Stone, it always meant going to these, like, amazing events and then interviewing people and getting to meet all these cool people and then writing about it and then getting a nice check. And that just felt like the gravy. Yeah. But then I just think somehow jobs always turn into jobs. Adam has a good metaphor of don't buy your dream car because eventually it becomes your car. And I think that's true in a lot of things in life, which is, you know, you can – you can, you know, strive after anything, but once you get there, like there is a component of it's still a fucking awesome job, but it's my job, and that's hard for people to understand who don't necessarily have that experience. Once. Right, right. I think a lot of people who listen to us feel like we should just yeah, be and, but, super duper happy all the time, which and we I totally are. yes, we are. But there is a component of this is our job. It becomes your job. Yeah, exactly. Because it. it it's not to say that I didn't go ride around with Adam in a Viper today, which was really awesome, but 
I, as I was thinking it, I was like, the 13-year-old version of me wants to kick me in the nuts because I'm not having enough fun right now. Like, <laughs> I was having fun for sure. But that's, you know, it's one of the cool perks of my job. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it's and, just, there. Oh, it, it always comes up that you're like, I would rather be in charge of my own time right now. But by the way, tweet me that I'm an asshole. Like, I don't care. This, that's I don't the, think this you is like the reality. Asshole. And I, I might sound like I'm shitting on this job, but I'm absolutely not. We're all very lucky. I will tweet you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you tweeted me today, you jerk. Go What'd check out say? Dr. Chris Luxem on his Instagram for a funny picture of us back It's that picture of Gary at CES. at CES, remember? No. Spec- no, I don't remember. He's I'm going to have to go. <laughs> oh. That one picture <laughs> of Gary smiling. Where he's smiling? Oh, yeah. I had that silk screen onto a body pillow. You too? <laughs> um, let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from Daywalker1524, and it is titled Thursday Shows Make My Week. Hey, gang. First of all, thank you very much for the fantastic humor that gets me through my Thursday mornings. I'm a student, and I have classes Thursday that end my week of education. Your banter and commentary cracks me up to no end. Gary and Chris bicker like a married couple, and Matt makes me realize that I'm a strange shower taker. I'm a traveler. I squeegee my body with a small towel on my arms and hair and face and use a second towel to dry the rest of my body. Personal note, wow. <laughs> Kaylin's theme song is a joy, but it, need, it needed Matt's podcast voice and Chris's sick licks. Allison and JKJ are always awesome and make me feel like my single streak may end at some point. The debates are great, and I want to hear some new ones. My choices. Red Skittles. Pink Starburst. Butter sandwiches exist. Blueberries are blue. I'm a sit wiper. Pills first, then water. Keep up the good work. I wish I could join you guys. Michael. Well, thank you so much for your very nice iTunes comment, Michael. Um, If you guys would like to leave us a comment that's potentially iTunes comment of the week worthy, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. Oh, and another note. Um, So every week I choose a new – well, theoretically, every week I choose a new image to be the image that I put on the blog post about the episode and the image is associated with the episode when I put it on social media and stuff. And oftentimes it's something related to something we talked about, but then I've just been doing like Alison Rosen is your new best friend, um, logo art, different colors. And then Randy Lawson, who listens to the show and who's like an amazing graphic designer, made this really cool heart, like those best friend necklaces. And I used that one last week. And I was thinking it'd be really cool each week to use listener artwork so if you guys are creative and feel like making something and want to make something that could work as the image uh for allison rosen's new best friend on a thursday go ahead and send us uh whatever you got to ariymbf at adamcarolla.com aha i'm looking at the picture how about this picture for our image picture should be the image for this week totally it's just a picture of Gary smiling at CES. It's and lovely. Behind That's him. True. And behind him, you'll have to go to Allison Rosen <laughs> oh, to check it out. Uh, <laughs> how did you get him to do that? I just told Gary, I saw it, and I told Gary to smile, and I just. I knew my something phone. was happening, and I was just like, uh, it's so hopefully, hard to take this you is, hopefully, this is funny, and it is. It's hilarious. You don't hilarious. think we should tell them what it says? I think no. they should go to AllisonRosen.com, and while they're okay, there, yeah. if they're going to buy anything on Amazon, click through the banner. banner. That's right. <laughs> On a side note, uh, Randy Lawson, good friend of the show and has helped us out with a lot of graphic art- artwork. Yes. At uh, Randy Lawson on Twitter. She's fucking funny. Yes. She's really funny. Very, very funny. She's funny. And she's really pretty, too. Yeah. She has all the things. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's yeah, great. I like her. That's <laughs> exciting for her. She's all the things. <laughs> it is. Pretty 
really funny. What more else is there to be? I don't like man. you, Jenna. Oh, thanks. You know Thank what you. else? What else there is to be? <laughs> what, Allison? Healthy? <laughs> that's right. Well, up there. healthy is one of them, but that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is organized and having a lot of extra time and I just learned how to speak. <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble getting this sentence to go the direction I want, but I want to tell you guys about Blue Apron. Um, you've probably heard me talk about Blue Apron before. They are awesome. What they do is they send you all the ingredients you would need to make a delicious meal and it comes already measured out. It's the perfect amount to make the meal uh, and they also send you a recipe with these pictures that like whether you're you know really good in the kitchen or just learning how to cook they make it totally idiot proof so anyone can follow the directions and um it's really fun as well so for 9.90 it's 9.99 a meal and they send you all the ingredients in the right proportions like i said um so you don't do that thing where you're like overbuying and then you don't know what to do with all the leftover produce meals are between 500 and 700 calories per serving which is way too low for how delicious they are again step by step instructions and all sorts of delicious stuff uh, crispy chicken top salad with creamy buttermilk dressing, Louisiana-style red lentils with brown rice, meatball subs with red leaf salad, Parmesan basil chicken patties with braised Romano beans and barley, all sorts of delicious stuff. Cooking takes about half an hour. Shipping is always free. Uh, so end the stress of cooking right now. Go to blueapron.com slash Allison and get your first two meals free. That's right. Two meals free just for going to blueapron.com slash Allison. Uh, Got to jump in here. Yes, please. Uh, what kind of cheese? How'd you say that? You sprinkle it on top of your pasta? Oh, I no. say Parmesan. Does everyone say Parmesan? Jean? Yeah. Parmesan? The latter. Again? The latter was correct. Or was what I say. I said Parmesan. It was interesting. I've like never, never quite heard that one before. Everyone here says Parmesan. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at a uh, macaroni grill, so I think... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I had to learn the language. Humble right. brag. So what is it? <laughs> I think it's Parmesan. I don't, I don't know. think there was anything I, humble about that. No, that was, it. That was fine. <laughs> I like that you're dropping your work history at Macaroni Grill as an indication that you know Italian cuisine. Oh, wait, you, <laughs> worked, you worked at a melting pot. Shouldn't you know cheese is better from there? Are you uh, right? Oh, yeah. How about that? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, how about that? And yet he still has no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that this has never come up before. You know I that, guess I just don't say it that often. It's not Jean Parmesan. Parmesan. Nice. Parmesan. For the people who got that, you're welcome. Yep. At Melting Pot, I had to is say... Is that Arrested Development? It yep. is. I had Good. to say uh, War- Worcestershire sauce. Uh, how do you say it? Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Oh, I've heard a Worcestershire. lot of different ways. I had to say ways. it so many times, and I still don't know how to Some say it. Some people put an extra syllable in there, Worcestershire. Yeah. I've heard that. That's how it's, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. But I, that, don't, I don't know how that one's spelled. And then someone from Massachusetts just said, call it, call it Wooster sauce. <laughs> Wooster sauce. So. Yeah. But yeah, I have no idea how to pronounce it still. All right. I have a deep thought for you guys. Okay. Here's what I'm wondering. If you could hear people's thoughts, do you think you would be more positive or more negative about humankind? Because this happened, Daniel and I were talking, and he said something like, I bet if you could hear everyone's thoughts, not you, like if one could hear everyone's thoughts, one would have a lot more compassion for everyone else. And I was thinking, or the opposite, because you'd hear all their bitter little thoughts that they have that they don't share with anyone. I hear my own thoughts and I, I have no hope for <laughs> it's humanity. Upsetting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to put myself in the optimistic camp. But there's actually a great book. 
It's a novel called The Knife of Never Letting Go. It's like a science fiction uh, fantasy. And it's about this very thing where there's like a oh, disease that uh, people's thoughts appear as like pictures and words above their head. So everybody can see what everyone else is seeing and thinking at all times. And even when someone's talking to you, you could still see like their thought cloud above them and society just completely falls apart. Like, yeah, it's because I think complete that oftentimes – like think how often you – you go to you know you do something social and on your way there you're like oh I don't yeah. well but yeah. you actually are, you're happy to go and you're you know what I mean like I, I I don't I think everyone is like this I like to think everyone yeah. is like this there's really sort of a bifurcation between the you that you identify with and that you show to other people and then the you that's cranky <laughs> that's actually not where I thought I was going to go with that but I, maybe it's just me I think that that's just having consideration for others and that's what that's what you worry about sometimes too and actually what Matt was talking about reminded me of a really great film called What Women Want classic <laughs> uh, starring um, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson mm-hmm. where he can read the minds he's a gynecologist right he puts like nylons on in one scene that's the only part he I can remember. read the minds of all the women around him and it drove him nuts. Isn't there also some hilarity with a hairdryer? I believe in so. In that same scene. Yeah, there's I think all, there's a whole hilarity. bathroom scene. Yeah. Pretty sure yes. walks in. Yeah. I mean, developed I don't the ability to hear women. Never, never no, but... Oh, really? Film. Yeah, he yeah. Like, gets electrocuted because that's what happens when <laughs> yep. you get electrocuted. You can suddenly read people's <laughs> it's like thoughts. like Freaky Friday. I don't want to know I people's think, thoughts. I don't, I don't want this to happen. No. But I do think ultimately we would realize how similar we all are, which hopefully would then make us feel more compassionate. Hmm. Oh, that's very – that's smart. That's nice. Kaylin, what do you think? Uh, I'm not very optimistic of that outcome. <laughs> uh, I think that would be a dark place in uh, a lot of people's heads. I think for people to to actually move on in an optimistic manner, you everyone would probably also have to readjust the way that they think about honesty because – Honesty means something very specific in the social setting that we live in where no one can read each other's thoughts. But honesty and intention become two separate things when suddenly thoughts are available. And you could hear somebody's thoughts and hear all these horrible, honest things, but it doesn't necessarily dictate what their true intention is going to be. It's like the internet. That's like comments on YouTube. So I think (laughs) people would have to learn how to separate their ego from everything, which that's really the question. Like, can we separate ourselves right. from what we think is ourselves? Right, right. Because, like, my so recently I had this situation, this is all family based, where one person told me what this other person was kind of saying around the house. And I started getting a little bit bent out of shape over it. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. But that person never said that to me, nor is that person acting on all of this stuff. I just happened to be privy to that person blowing off steam about a situation. But can I really be upset about that when I wasn't even supposed to hear that? And I remember a long time ago thinking, I'm not going to – and this did never happen, by the way. But thinking in in – it was a work setting. Like instead of imagining what I think is happening or reading into situations and then getting upset, I'm just going to go off of what people are actually telling me. And if I need to know anything more, then – I will – then they'll tell me. But I don't need to do this thing where I'm like buying trouble basically by reacting to things I don't even know if they're there or not. Right. I wish I could be like that at all times. I mean it would be the best for everyone. I think it's a a life mistake that everybody does. Every single person makes 
like rash judgments based on things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. Like that's I mean, all those like new age philosophers always talk about being in the present moment because the things that have happened to you or will happen to you only don't exist in the present moment. They only exist in this fantasy world, whether it's your interpretation of the past or what you think is going to happen. But there's an infinite amount of scenarios that could happen. So like you're saying, you know, you can choose to get all bent out of shape about these like kind of uh, thought in meanings that you're adding, but they don't exist. It's not real. Right. Gary, we didn't come around to you. What do you think? Um, I think that it would be very different in different cultures. Um, in Los Angeles, I don't think I would be very optimistic about it. Um, I get, I, I somehow feel more optimistic for other more, uh, less urban parts of the country. Canada. Canada is a good example. Or like some of the Midwestern states, people just seem nicer and more compassionate of their fellow citizens. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. It has to do with the culture because take a place like LA where, or maybe I'm not even going to name a place. You could, and a, a place where everyone is kind of like faux friendly and fake. Yeah. Their heads are probably filled with a lot of like, uh, like a lot of sort of angry or unpleasant thoughts. Whereas a place like, I said I was going to say places that I'm going to, let's say New York, maybe. Anytime are, USA. Like. Well, well, but I was going to say New York actually where people are letting that shit out all the time, but I doubt it's in there. I doubt there's a lot of negative shit that isn't being said on the street in New York. I'm not sure I think that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a theory. But it's interesting because it made me think, because I was having the opposite reaction from Daniel. Daniel was saying, imagine how much we would all have compassion for each other if we could hear each other's like fears and each other's this and each other's that. And I was thinking, if, if people, if we really heard each other's thoughts, it would be the dark stuff that, that we're hearing. But I, it makes me wonder if <laughs> if there's a lot of compassionate stuff in his head. Like, I think, it, it, I'm worried that this is actually a mirror of what goes on in our heads, and his head is like this be. really nice, oh, compassionate clean. place, and mine is just like a whole bunch of shit. Well, I think maybe <laughs> if that would work if maybe we just knew everybody's stories instantly. Yes. Right. And you knew their stories, not so much really what they're thinking, because thinking is just, it's, it's all in the moment, but if if you knew what you know where they came from, that might change your mind. Like yes. you know, you could meet an a hole, and then you realize that he had the shittiest childhood, the worst life, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely I can have compassion for anyone, like even people that don't deserve it at all. Just seeing someone in an innocent moment, or just doing anything sort of sweet or childlike, and I'll be like, oh, and then I start to feel bad. Like it's hard for me to maintain anger usually, or maintain the appropriate amount of like remembering that this person is. Not a good a good person, really. Um, let's do just me or everyone. <laughs> I said a hole, and then I said shittiest in the same sentence. <laughs> I just realized. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Lindsay Champion says, I sometimes pretend I've seen a famous movie to avoid the you've never seen Casablanca ordeal. I'm sure I have done that or I'll just quietly because I most movies I haven't seen. I don't know why. I've seen a lot of TV, though. So I'm in this situation a lot. I'm, I'm the same way, but it's funny because I get all the references because I've heard about them so yes. much that I can point out the references. And if I want to fake it, I can, but I usually I, don't. I think that I used to do this a lot more. Mostly when somebody would bring up a movie that I just 
didn't really have an interest in really talking about. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. Like, hoping that that ends the conversation, although it never does. No, then it's like, oh, oh what's your favorite part? I'm just <laughs> okay. digging a hole deeper. Yeah, exactly. I did it in college all the time because we were, like, by around, like, NYU film students who just wanted to, like, drop every famous something or other or artsy thing because it didn't matter if it was famous or not. It was like, you've never seen this really obscure Turkish silent film that I've never heard of. You know, like, yeah. So in college, there were some insecurities there where every once in a while I would be like, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like Googling it. Yeah. Never seen Citizen Kane backwards. (laughs) Yeah. I don't do that anymore though because now I'm more open to that engaging conversation and maybe they'll actually convince me to go see that movie that I didn't really think I wanted to see. It comes up a lot with bands too. Or it yeah. used to more Could often I think. Oh, like have you heard of this band? Yes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you feel like, oh God, I'm gonna seem so lame if I don't say yes. Yeah, I actually like for me, um I didn't grow up listening to the Beatles. Which is huge now because people are shocked that I'm not as familiar with the Beatles as they are. But I mean I grew up like I was raised by my mom who's foreign and so like yeah all the movies and music growing up was all wasn't very like very popular with, with Americans today so it's just it's weird it's weird to other people but then when I explain that that's just how I grew up it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense what did you grow up listening to or what did your mom listen my to my mom listened to a lot of like I don't know, like Whitney Houston or like just like basically anything on what's on Coast 103.5 <laughs> that, that was the station I grew up listening to they're all just like love songs like Real easy to understand love songs, um, and say because uh, yeah, my grandma lived with us too, so just whatever she could understand because she um, didn't speak English very well. So yeah, and then just like movies, uh, a lot of romantic comedies, a lot of like I saw a lot of really crappy movies in theaters, but that's just what I would go see with my parents. So yeah, I, I mean I'm not as I don't I don't know what the word is, but like culturally uh, infused, I guess, as everybody else cultured. Cultured. That's Very right. Fluent. I, I tried. <laughs> Let's have a 45-second discussion that is spoiler-free about The Leftovers. Do you have that song that we play before we talk about TV? Sure do. Right here. TV time. TV time. TV time. Listeners, I hope you're dancing. Everyone in here, except for Chris and Kaylin, is dancing. Oh, no. I will leave it all on the dance floor if you want. (laughs) Oh, geez. Okay. Who among us is watching Leftovers? Watching or has seen part of one episode? (laughs) (laughs) Watching. I think I fit into the later group. (laughs) The later group? Later group. <laughs> no, it, hey, later Can't group works too. Part of later group uh, works too. Uh, I watched. I started watching the pilot, and I got about thirty minutes into it. Maybe. And then what happened? And I, I looked at my girlfriend and said, "Why are we watching this? This is so boring." Well, that's a thought that I have a lot. Not it's so boring, but why am I watching this? I yeah. have that thought. I and, haven't started it yet. I okay. was about to yesterday, and then I got distracted by something else on HBO Go. So. I think Kaylin's watching it. I am Kaylin watching and it. Chris yeah. is watching Chris it. Is watching now, by it. the time this airs, we'll be a couple episodes ahead, but the one that just aired is called The Guest, or Guest. And the episode before this... Tied up some ends. It did. It did? <laughs> <laughs> oh. One character, we got to see him... Kind of, he's been mysterious so far, and then oh, in this yes. we really get to see why people are kind of obsessing over this guy. Yes, that's true. I love Kalen because whenever I watch anything like Game of Thrones, 
I just go to Kalen the next day and ask him what happened, and he can explain <laughs> it to me. I'm kind of the TV show guy around Yeah. Here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That was Kalen's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kalen's Corner. Hello. Yay! <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know I, like, sleep in the same domicile with that. I know. <laughs> well, where is your leftovers info coming from? Because I, I went on Wikipedia and read about the novel, so now I have a head full of potential spoilers, which I'm not going to share with anyone, because I don't know what direction the show is, if it's going to follow where the book's going. I don't know anything about the books, just to the show. Okay. Well, I liked the episode last night. After what was a pretty punishing episode the week before, I thought. I, I, I like it all, but that's just because I'm like I'm I'm a lost fanboy. So oh. yeah, I just I just watch anything he puts out now. But is it? I'm a lost fanboy too, and everything I hear from people is like, this is not that, and why bother? Eh. I feel like it could be. It. I can't. Well, I didn't watch Lost, so I'm <sighs> not a good uh, barometer here, but. I can't decide. The show keeps... <laughs> Jenna's not... I me back in. Oh, well, I just, what is Jenna thinking right now? I, I want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> I have still not recovered from Lost. I know it's been years. I am still mad about it. I am, like, pained by it. I am I'm so mad about the show. I'm mad about where it went, why I watched the whole thing, why so many characters were in the show that didn't matter, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. I can't even. I like. It's emotional. <laughs> I want to like get mad. I get. I want to cry about it. I hate it. Well, so for someone who didn't watch Lost, but I, my understanding is that basically people figured out what it was, and then the creator was like, "No, no, no, it isn't that." But then it was that. Yeah, I don't even know how. Pretty I don't. Much. I still don't understand the ending. I've like looked up they stuff. They were lost. It's just that's because it's terrible. No, it got all. Gr- it Thanks, got Kevin. all weird. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, no, no, no. I'll give we'll it. Yeah, we need to talk holes. about it another it's time because um, I can't even. I, it's such an emotional a, subject. We can do a lost spoiler, right? The show's not even on anymore. Everybody knows what happened to the lost. It wasn't they supposed should. to be. Except per- they don't. Is it supposed to be purgatory? <laughs> the yeah. people who watched it. That's what I had heard. That it's supposed to be purgatory. That's what I felt like, but then yeah. it was super weird. Not I even purgatory. It's just like yeah. I mean, basically, they're all dead. No, it was supposed to be purgatory. No. Like a limbo, right? Yeah. But does it... it like, but, they all needed to work their shit out, and then the, in, the information right. was that at the end, they left purgatory. But not all of them did. The ones that made it to the end did. Hmm. I remember we had a lost, uh, we had a lost <laughs> finale party, and we oh all had to dress gosh. like a character. I went as uh, John Locke, and I even, I even had a wheelchair. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and we got really... a wheelchair on short notice? Everybody... <laughs> or even long notice. I have connections. And, and His mom's a nurse. She is a nurse. <laughs> he stole oh. one from the mom's security. <laughs> um, There's but yeah. in their and everyone just right get now. really like, mad when I got up. So I had, to, I had to sit in that wheelchair the whole party. And there were stairs. There were steps. <laughs> What'd you do? Got out and carried it I up. cheated. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had, to, I had to propel myself with my legs. And at, at least lift. Lost started with like a plane crash. Like I watched the first season of Lost and then it had already been running for a few seasons, but I'd started hearing like mixed things and I was like, you know what? That first season, the way that it ended was really infuriating. Polar like, bears, let's do it. Whatever. Smoke monsters. Yeah, no big I just, deal. I told, oh, look, a hatch. I made an agreement with myself. What a great finale that was. That if, when They're the show was over, um, I said that if everybody, when Lost was over, said that it was like amazing, then I said I will absolutely go back and watch all of it. But I felt after the end of the first season that so much of it was unresolved. I don't mind raising new questions, but your season finale, you know, answer a couple at least. 
yeah. keep me satisfied with that. Then you could introduce new questions, and it just felt like they had no, you know, no resolution. It just kept going, and I went, you know what? I'm just going to wait to hear it out, or you know, wait it out. I'm really glad that I did because I'm sure that I would have been with you, Jenna, in the like emotionally unrecovered. But I, I saved all those hours. I never, I never went back to is it. Is there anyone who doesn't feel? Um, hoodwinked by Lost. I Chris, feel like everyone I'm cool with it. Oh, really? There is a community of people who yeah, who and they like make the these really annoying YouTube videos that try to explain it in this like yeah, really so superior. Oh my gosh! How I've much time have you spent? For those of you who <laughs> don't get it, I made that <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I am so <laughs> mad about it. Still, like, I know it's coming through, but this is so, I don't wish everyone watch those could see. I wish everyone could see in the last four minutes how much time Jenna has spent with her hands and her like on her face, uh, just I like know. trying to stop herself from hitting somebody. I know. And you want to get into the leftovers? Yeah. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Yeah, it's not. Is it going to do the same oh. thing? Come I don't. Well, I don't know because I don't join know. Us. I don't know where it's going. But okay, it's a show that leaves you wondering. A lot about a lot of things, and it's like, like why are we still watching this? <laughs> well, I wonder that at times because it's not you don't feel good after watching it. It's no. depressing. I don't like that. It's yeah. depressing and it's dark and it is sad and slow. But it seems, but it's still kind of hooked me. Yeah, I think I it's really know. interesting. It's not the that world slow. that they created. Well, I read a couple articles about it, which is why I got interested because I thought, oh, okay, maybe I. Would love this, but yeah. But now that we've talked about there's Lost, things I'm about really this world. Vulnerable. It just started. There's only six episodes, so it's a world. I can say this: it's a world where two percent of the population just vanishes one day. I think they've been raptured. It's like rapture, yeah. yeah. And but but this world, it's now three years later, and you know, two percent of the population is still missing. They're gone. But people <laughs> don't really act the way people would act in that world, really. Like yeah, no one, like speaking of, no one goes to church, which I think is weird. You think people would become more religious? After yeah, a thing I feel like, like there would be totally. a lot more of the church community out in that show, and like even in the show, it's like dwindling. Right, and that's like that seemed wrong, like just backwards kind of. All right, Lisa Kenneth Boehm says, <laughs> "Just me or everyone hate when a product or service I use and actually like has truly JV commercials like Sprint." Family or iPhone? No, that's Framly. his Framly. And oh, that's oh, his point. Oh. It's the new Friends and Family campaign, so, oh, yes. which I agree is fucking annoying. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's the guy from SNL who I like. Kyle Mooney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yep, sometimes I... That one with Kevin Durant. I don't like that one. And there's like a kid with an accent. Have I feel like I'm one? still too much a slave to whatever product they're hawking. I fast forward. I mean, I totally get what this guy's saying. I wish that I could say, you know, I'm never going to use it because they made terrible commercials, but not me. I'm still using it. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's saying he changes his product usage. He, he just, just wishes. He just the, feels he embarrassed. More. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's. But at least these commercials have budgets. I think the as horrible as that friends and family one would be, like nothing worse than those like local community commercials. <laughs> Not that you ever buy those products, but those are those are truly terrible commercials. At least this has like production value. I sympathize with him though because I think what he's saying is, and I feel this way too, is like. I don't want people thinking that that fucking campaign hoodwinked me. Because yeah. no one knows when you got that particular phone. You don't want somebody thinking, like, that you saw that ad and were like, well, I'm in. 
Jenna, do you remember in New York the commercials for the Grand Hall of Williamsburg? Absolutely. If you can, Google, was it called Grand Hall, Grand Williamsburg Hall it or was, Grand Hall of Williamsburg? We make your dreams come yeah, true. Yeah, it was this little foreign couple. <laughs> They're like Polish couple. Yeah, they make your dreams come true. Yeah. All right. Aww. Lisa Marie Allen says, when writing a grocery list, I alternate ink color with each line. Example, use a black and blue pen. Helps me to not miss an item. That's so smart. I don't do that, but that's really smart. I would love to be that amazing but i don't do that either <laughs> yeah that that's a good idea but just i feel like switching the switching the pen thing is just yeah. tedious for me but do you guys not basically get the same things every time you go to the store somehow daniel and i have worked it out that we pretty much just end up kind of getting the same items like we pretty much know our store pattern you have your route yeah, yeah. Well, i mean too. i guess occasionally it'll be like oh we forgot to get detergent or forgot to get paper towels or toilet paper those are the ones that we don't get every time yeah, I've been to Costco trips with Matt, and he has a he has a whole route mapped out. Absolutely, he could probably do it blindfolded. Who says I haven't? <laughs> there you go. Um, yes, let's. Okay, sorry. So it's the Grand. Was it the Grand Prospect Hall? Does that it sound was right? Something very much like that. Okay, yes. we're gonna watch it. Oh, Listeners, we have it. Yes, come it's on this so journey good. with us. This might not be the right thing, but we'll see. Okay. You dreamed about it. It's been carefully planned, and here is the most important day of your life. We make your dreams come true. The Grand Prospect Hall, 718-788-0777. I love that. Wow. That's a commercial. I worried that it wasn't going to be as uh. I remembered. It was as I remembered and more. Her little That's arm great. movement. I know. Oh, it's so good. That wow. brings back memories. Yes, it does. So this actually, I'm now realizing how amazing that commercial is. I feel like I'm taking back what I previously said. <laughs> if the Sprint Friends and Family commercial was done in the style and actually like a low budget crap commercial would it actually be a better commercial i think yes. it would so bad i'm surprised more more companies don't do that to get that look yeah and like it's cheaper it, it could be a lot and funnier. maybe it'll be better yeah all right anyway but this commercial that we just saw like that was the best production values they could do right oh sure. i believe so yeah i don't I'm, think it's ironic i love when when yeah. the guy's saying the phone number and then the phone number leaves the screen before <laughs> he's finished saying it <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. We'll link to that. Um, Okay. MartianMan68 says, feel a special sense of accomplishment when I use my last French fry in the last bit of ketchup I have. That's a good one. Yeah, good for you. It's so rare when that happens, though. Yeah. I always like the cereal and milk. But see, that's a dangerous game. Are you are you playing at that the whole time you're eating the French fries yeah. and thus depriving yourself of proper ketchup use earlier? And thus not being in the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Dip in the moment. If it happens serendipitously, then that's awesome. But if you're if you're working at that, then that's just too much thought. There should be a dip restaurant called Serendipitously. Uh-huh. Oh no! You could just call it Serendipity. Trade no, that there's already exists. a famous restaurant yeah. called Serendipity. Oh, there is. Oh, great there's movie. There's a movie too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know this movie. Well, oh yeah, they I I've never dip, been there. Not ice cream. Is what I have to say about that. Good Side tobacco note, chew. I feel like I'm turning into someone who's making dad jokes. That's what happened. I love that time, time around around I know. I love dad jokes. <laughs> That's why I laughed the loudest with Matt. Thanks, man. B. Slammon says, when friends repeatedly ask me to hang out on nights I work, I get annoyed as if they should know my schedule by heart. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Well, you have you work a fairly regular night schedule. True. Yes. 
But maybe she does too. But even then, it's like, sometimes you just forget, oh, they don't know my schedule. But in your mind, you're like, how could they not know? But... Right. Yeah, but yeah. then and then people are like, "Oh, TFTI, thanks for the invite." When something you know happens without them, and then they get upset when true when they don't get invited. So I mean, I, I believe I, I did that to you about a chili cook-off not last week. He did. Gary texted me at my, when I was at the Cypress annual chili cook-off that I went without him, or I didn't invite him, or tell him about it. And yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think you should just invite him. Who cares? Yeah, if, you're, if they're right, working. you're right. You're right. You're right. Make the effort to invite him. Who knows? Maybe that one day they're off and you didn't. And they didn't tell anybody, and it just happens to work out. You're right. I definitely want to put it out there that invitations are better. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know TFTI is a thing. I just found out about I it. I just found out about it. Yeah. How, did, how did everyone? I just heard Chris crazy. talking about it on a podcast. I just heard me. I did too. Yeah. I, you too? I, too. I, I want to say I heard about it probably within the week. Me too. Yeah. Someone Where? shouted it at know. me. I had my... TFTI, lady! <laughs> yes! That's what happened! Where were you hanging out? I was walking in Glendale to my... Um, <laughs> to, How could this possibly happen? I Instagrammed about it. I was walking in Glendale to Aura TV, which is where I work part of the, day, part of the week, and um, I was holding my McDonald's Diet Coke, and I was walking with it, and this kid on a skateboard skated past me and goes, So you went to McDonald's, huh? And I was like, Yep. And then he shouted, well, T-I-T-F, lady. T-F-T-I? Whatever it is. <laughs> and so I went Called and Called you a lady? I don't know what he oh, said. It yeah. was, he was like probably 15 or 16. Was he hitting on you? I can't tell. It was the weirdest. Yes. It, seems, it was yeah. like the weirdest Clearly. thing ever. So then immediately I went to my phone because I was like, I think that probably means something dirty. <laughs> but mm. I was wrong. <laughs> I think he likes you. Hmm. Hey, Glendale kid, on your skateboard, underage. (laughs) I had an interesting experience over the weekend um, where I I went to the Orange County Fair, which was interesting, but um, there there were shuttle buses. Is it still going on right now? Yeah, until the 11th, I think. Well, Uh, if you're listening to this, it's not not. going on right now. I mean, but in in the right now of... One more weekend. One more weekend right now. (laughs) Yes. Thanks. Um, But when you hear this, it just wrapped up. And... uh, like, there was zero parking, which I should have thought of, but whatever. So we parked at, like, a, a college a few blocks away, and they had a shuttle service, and it was super easy. And we got in line, and I ended up, like, kind of at the front of the shuttle bus line. So I was in the very back of the bus with, like, a bunch of people standing in front of me. So I couldn't see the front of the bus. And when we got to the fair, the door opened, and all of a sudden I heard this startling, super loud, super Irish voice. And I'm not going to try to do the accent, but he basically shouted at you, shouted at us like, no one's allowed to get off this bus unless they're smiling. The only people who are allowed to not be smiling is me because I'm working. And he was, he was you know, was trying to be lively or whatever, but it was just oh, kind of... I appreciate that. I don't know. It seemed, I, I thought the bus <laughs> was being taken over by like some Irish version of speed. But uh, <laughs> So then like we go into the fair and like four hours later we come out and we go to the line where the shuttle bus is, and this guy is still there, and he is still shouting at the top of his lungs. I have no idea how he didn't lose his voice about the two lines. And uh, to make a long story short, he was calling out people, like like friends who were like trying to find each other. And I decided to try Adam's Harry Seaward just to see if I could <laughs> film it and like get this guy doing it. And he figured it out and was like, wait, what? And I was like, Harry Seaward. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But the funniest part was then the girls and guys, like, in front and behind me, like, working on it with their friends, trying to figure out what it meant. And this one girl just could not understand it. And her friend was like, no, it's Harry Seward. Like, think about it. She was like, I know it's dirty. I just don't get it. And Mm. then she finally figured it out. And she turned around. And the look she gave me 
will be seared in my soul forever. Was it a dirty look or uh, a look she was of not she was not pleased. Appreciation. No, 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 it was a dirty look. Oh. Yeah. When I was a host Christ. at the TGI Fridays, people used to do that all the time and I got great joy yelling it out in the bar. <laughs> like like Mike Hawk. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Like okay. all, all those like, like the highlight of your day, man. Yeah, I just I love being able to yell it out and just and, and look for people who gave me fake names. I didn't mind it at all. I that was funny. So, sucks. Well, that guy sounds real uptight. It's kind of Ish. a family-friendly type of place. Like, yeah. I understood why you didn't do it, but I was did you see a band? Who who played the night you went? Did you um, go to see some? I did songs? not go to see music, but I think that there. I think I don't think there was a band that night because I think there was some extreme like. Uh, I want to say it's a Fleetwood Mac cover band. Was there? Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? I did. I did In walk by. I did walk by Karen some music, but I didn't stop and watch it. But there was some kind of extreme like roller derby or some some crazy bullshit going on that my friend was there for. Are there baby animals? There are, but I didn't. I we I just. Did you just go for There's the a zipper? petting zoo. <laughs> the zipper. I, mean, I went for the Ferris for? wheel actually. Gotcha. Largest moving Ferris wheel in America. Who's playing this year? I don't think there are any. Three Eleven plays. Really? Tomorrow night. Oh. Wow! I didn't realize I, they I were doing about, fairs. I thought about doing that. Weezer plays a lot. Like they played there a few years, I think, which is yeah. pretty cool. Because a friend of mine. Just tweeted or Instagram being at the Go Go's, but that was at Hollywood Bowl, I think. Maybe. Mm. All right, let's go. To the Listeners, fair. join well, us again. Do you want to go tomorrow night? We have to go after we go ice skating, and we have a lot to like do. The brunch. Four other things that I've forgotten. Manicures. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. If, if I didn't, if we didn't have this show tomorrow night, oh, you're working. I would 100 oh. go see three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, TGTF. <laughs> guys, or whatever it is. Thanks for the invite. B Salmon says. When friends repeated, nope. Tom, oh, nope. Look, Tom Seward. Yeah. Tom Seward says. I honestly did not see that. I didn't either. When on the train, no one ever sits next to me. And I, oh, I get that, Tom. I have that feeling right now. Uh, and I wonder if I give off a creepy vibe, keeping people away. I just wonder if I smell. I say just embrace it. I'm so grateful. Yeah. yeah I love it. I question oh, it. Don't sit by me. This is awesome. That's funny. I totally get that feeling. And I don't know why. I wonder. If I that's, get it, but I would enjoy it on a train. I wonder if that's like in more congested places, like in like in a New York City subway. Like, there's never really a bunch of free seats. Whereas, right. if you took the train from here to San Diego, like, there's going to be ample seating. But still, in yeah. a congested place, if no one's sitting next to you, you're lucky. Yeah, mm. I think he might want people to sit next to him, though. Because you think Sounds he is like creepy. It. Well, what I'm going to say no. is that <laughs> if. Because we're all saying you should just be grateful that no one's sitting next to you. But if you have that feeling like you want to be sat with somebody, I encourage this guy to go sit next to other people. Mm, Maybe. I don't know. I was on a Southwest flight recently, and there were plenty of seats on the back of the plane. that's the worst thing to do. And the guy came and asked if he could sit right in the middle seat next to me middle seat that's not okay there was someone in the window already oh okay but then he I said but there okay. were no no there were like 20 rows empty and my brother was with me because we were flying i was with him and his two kids we were flying to utah for our little family reunion so i he asked me to fly with him so i could help um and he was on the other he was on like the rows weren't 
exactly parallel. They were kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. So you weren't I'm staggered. Yes, thank you. And so I was in one, and then he and his two daughters were in three across the aisle. And he made fun of me the entire flight after that because he was oh. like, there are 20 rows back there empty. Why is he sitting next to you? And then eventually my niece really wanted to sit in my seat because she didn't have a tray table. So he tried to talk to me when he sat down in the middle. I like totally ignored him because I was just like so annoyed that he was sitting there. And then my niece halfway through the flight was like, I really, really want to sit in your seat because I really want the tray table. And so he was sleeping and she sat in my seat and I sat in her seat. He was and so when he woke up, when he woke he was, up. <laughs> she was like, I know I have a, I like younger women, this, but what's going yeah, on? This four year old like blonde girl sitting in the seat watching. <laughs> it's like she had Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. What did he say to you? Oh, he sat down. He said, oh, can I sit here? And then I waited. It was like 10 seconds of shock because I knew that the plane was really empty because it was a late flight. And I, well, I, I mean, didn't I, know what to say. So then he sat down. And then he said to me, not a lot of people on this flight, huh? Yes. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. Wow. Whoa. Was okay, he like age appropriate and just wanted a little bit of Jenna? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I have thinking. no idea. Maybe, maybe Obviously. he to. I mean, he must have. Wedding rings on? No big deal. He didn't even But then he didn't stop the skater Some guys like that. <laughs> don't stop me. My 16-year-old. I must be giving off some vibes kidding, lately. kidding. stop me. You must be. Mm. Well, not only that, but traveling with Maybe. a man and two children. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's superstitious and like 22 is his lucky number for flying. Mm. I don't know. Could be. But why would anyone want <laughs> the middle seat? <laughs> middle seat. <laughs> Trying to defend this guy. But then he slept. So he wasn't like. He did fall asleep. Yeah. All of this was in direct reaction to you not talking to him, though. Probably. He's yeah. falling asleep, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of oh, people sure. on this flight. Seriously, if I. I <laughs> What'd you talk about? All right, to this guy, don't sit next to strangers. <laughs> do not do not do what I told you to do. Oh, you will just I'm sorry, piss somebody I, off. I forgot I mean, about that till now. This is a just me or everyone. Doesn't everyone opt for the, the seat that's not next to other people unless you're with a travel not buddy? Not when there's someone as of lovely course. as Jenna sitting there. With oh the my gosh, stop. That. Yeah. That's true, when there is an attractive serious, girl. That's the only reason yeah. you would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. From a male perspective, <laughs> that is the only reason you would do that. It's true. Well, it was horrible. That's the move. Armrest up. <laughs> no That's way! Move, all right. Just like so, not a lot of people. <laughs> are yeah. Meanwhile, there's like a up. business guy on the other side of him. Like what the? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's horrible. Marissa Barbero says, "When I drop the soap in my shower, my heart stops beating, and I hold my breath in fear. I then realize that's just the jail thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll make a drop the soap joke to myself. Yeah." Although, actually, if you drop the whole bar of soap on your toe, that hurts. It does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even on your foot. I've left a bruise that way. Yeah. Mm. If you had a loofah, yeah. it's better grip. It's true. <laughs> true. Even as a thing to put your arm in, like a little wrist your holder. Arm? <laughs> your arm? Chris likes to wear it above elbow? his elbow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wear it like a, he has like a two yeah. that he wears yeah. in his armpits. <laughs> little loofah corsage. <gasps> loofah scarf? <laughs> Did oh, you say so, that? No. Oh, I thought that you said a scarf. And I thought, whoa, I a loofah scarf. I didn't say anything, actually. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> Did anyone else hear me say loofah scarf? Nope. I don't know, but a Kickstarter's coming up. <laughs> I don't think I said anything. I'm sorry. I think I was just thinking that that would be uncomfortable, but after you said loofah scarf. <laughs> okay. Chris Millage says, hate 
hate it when a car is coming down the get-on ramp. I slow down for them, and they slow down too. What the fuck? Speed up and merge, assholes. Yeah, I'm always sometimes a little clear how that's supposed to go. Well, let me clear it up for you. You're getting on the freeway. Get up to freeway speed. Yeah. Laying yeah. down the law. I'm just saying. Like no, that's, that's what that's I was taught in traffic school. Like yeah. by the time you get to the point where you should be merging, you should be doing the speed that the freeway is doing. That's it's called the acceleration yeah. lane. Yeah. You no, I guess that's that's not what I mean then. Um, like over here on the five, whatever. Don't it's, you're supposed to yield to them. On the five, uh, getting onto the like five. Like if there was a car and you were going to meet up. Like you're, you're getting on the freeway. And it's then not. It's not a car. merge lane. There's like two. Yeah, you lanes. are. Well, you are supposed to yield, but like you're not supposed to yield to a point that you come to a full stop. Okay. Yeah. Did you go to aid driving school? What was it called? Aid driving school? No. Okay. Did you go to the one at our high school? Or did you go to a private? I went to a private one and then consequently still had to take health, which was like merged with driver's ed. Mm-hmm. And I just got to leave and go to Starbucks, which was pretty fun. <laughs> I think it was called aid driving school. Where Maybe they it? changed its name. The one I went to was over by the airport. I can't remember now. What would so- you get at Starbucks at 15? Coffee. Oh. I wasn't 15. I clearly had already taken my driving classes. I was like 17. Okay. I saved it for senior year, knowing that if I did that, then half the class, half the semester, I wouldn't have anything to do. And I knew that a hot girl had done that too. Did that work out for you? No. I mean, I got a lot. I got a lot of coffee with her, which is chill. <laughs> Marcus Angstrom <sighs> says, and this is the last one: I need a cool down period after drinking milk to remove the aftertaste before I drink a different kind of beverage. Icky. Just me or everyone. Well, recently I discovered that milk and then Fresca tastes not unlike Orange Julius. Ooh. My memory of Orange Julius. Nice. Hmm. We, we were all happy about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Actually. <laughs> I haven't had Orange Julius in decades. I'm surprised the taste came back to me. I should be clear, though. It was almond milk and I, it was foamed and it was in my coffee. It was like the last sip of foamy almond milk um, and then Fresca. So mm. I don't know if I were to just do like straight cow milk. And then Fresca. I kind of want to try it, though. I feel like I get what he's saying, that yeah. potentially it is a pretty gross. I don't know if I've ever personally had that. I feel like, to me, the only milk I've had in the last several years would be, like, at a bar, like, drinking, like, a white Russian or something that has cream in it. Mm. But, do you not put milk? Oh, no, you put hazelnut creamer in your coffee. Yeah, I sure do. Mm, so good. But even then, <laughs> I would drink, I'll drink coffee. I'd drink anything else right after it. I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't right. have that. So you make your own Orange Julius with... Fresca and milk foam, almond milk. I do not That's want you your pineapple it. upside down cake. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make that. Um, I just experienced that in my mouth. I don't make it, but I would. Love- <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking. I didn't say anything. I know, but the looks both of you guys gave me. I just I had a sip of the last sip of coffee, and then I drank Fresca shortly after, and I was like, "Oh, this reminds me of Orange Julius." Mm. Which I'm surprised I even have an Orange Julius center in my brain that could get activated. It's been so long. Mm. I, I feel like you're not laughing at what I said. I feel like you're laughing no, at no, I'm laughing before. at Jenna who turned away from Chris and shielded her eyes from me. <laughs> <laughs> I have, it's like I'm I going think... into my happy place. It's just me and Allison here. <laughs> I'm just trying to listen to your story. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're the Bobo girls. <laughs> Do you realize what you just said? No. <laughs> um, About what? The mouth? <laughs> 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 
Bobo girls are invited to a Bobo party. No, 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 This is what I wanted to avoid. Everyone's a Bobo boy. Damn it. Anyways. Now I realize. Um... I haven't drank milk in like, years I'm, now. I'm, trying. My, I'm taking my bark back. Ow. Let's take back oh. the bark. Yeah, no, no, no I like the barks. I like the barks. They're okay. real cute. Thanks. Um, no, I, I, I haven't drank milk in a long time. But ever since I was vegan, I stopped. I haven't drank milk since then. What do you put in coffee? Do you drink black or do you not drink I drink coffee? my coffee black. Um, it's easier. Life is a lot easier. And I actually like the taste now. I just kind of Was there an adjustment period? Yeah, there, there definitely was. But it's just so much easier. And yeah. I like it a lot better, just black, and um, so yeah. But when I do like with cereal or anything, I, I usually just do almond milk or soy well, that's milk. Hemp what, milk. That's what tasted like, um, like the orange Julius. I'll give it a shot. Hemp milk. I've never had that. It's good. It is good. What's it taste like? Just like almond milk or soy milk or something. I don't know. They all they're all pretty similar to me. Among the faux milks, mm-hmm. which is probably not what, what, what they are, but. I prefer almond milk to soy milk quite a lot. Soy milk has like a real grass kind of flavor to me. I, like, I do more for like texture. Like I don't like I wouldn't put all I don't like almond milk in my coffee because it does something weird to the coffee. Oh really? See, I find that soy milk chunks up. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Hemp. Try hemp milk with your coffee. Look but it that. doesn't have a strong flavor. No, you could. Get, there is even some with like a slight vanilla flavor. Oh. I think. Yeah. Alrighty then. So give that a shot. Are you saying don't do it? No, I was saying I didn't have anything else to say. You, oh, were, okay. you were looking back at me. I'm... I thought maybe you were you were dissuading me from the hemp milk. No, I like the hemp milk. And I've had the vanilla one, and it's good. All right. Kaylin, milk thoughts? <laughs> I don't really drink milk very much. I put it in my coffee. That's about it. That was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! Yeah, there... There's some stuff like when I was vegan, where I would, I would think, I would think so um, that that just like stuck to me. Like for milk, it was oh, humans are the only animals that drink milk after a certain age, mm-hmm. um, and it's a, it's another species milk. And I guess there's a lot of pus in milk. I've heard that. That like yeah, that that weird that weirded me out too. So I I can't drink it now. That's where the flavor is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, someone wrote in and said, with the Kaylin's Corner drop song thing, if we just cut it after that was Kaylin's Corner, yes, it was. Or maybe they said to take out the yes, it was. And then it's got me thinking, would that be, I mean, I think it's perfect as is. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. Okay. I kind of like that. Like, 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 like that so was Kaylin's Corner, yes, yes it, it was. was, and that's it. But Chris, your voiceover, that's where, that's really like <laughs> the climax of the piece. Like, it's all building to that <laughs> moment. Yeah, we all, we all know that's not appreciated. It's not appreciated. I, I've gotten flack for it from who? A previous episode. Oh, from me? Yeah, I didn't mean it to stuck. say what I said. It stings. That's why I don't want to know your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing a full circle. Nice job, Grace. No, I feel bad now. I w- again, this was not me. I'm not trying to gently push Chris off of this. Much like no one wants me to go to San Diego. (laughs) TFTR. Well, I think, aren't they saying just to cut out all the clapping in the... Yes, they're saying cut out everything other than that was Caitlin's Corner. Yes, it was. Or maybe they're just saying, I think they were saying to cut out the yes, it was. This is just one random person on Twitter. Well, you want to hear it? (laughs) Okay. That was Caitlin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Caitlin's Corner. Hello. I don't think you can take the hello out of it. You're right, you can't. No. 
Hmm? Oh, I think they're saying, go, that was Kaylin's Corner. Okay, give me a second. And then, hello, or that was Kaylin's Corner, yes, it was, and then, hello. We're monkeying but, with perfection. Wait, so you basically just take me All they want to do is cut Chris out. That's <laughs> Get me out of there. Every other part well, no, of it we're also cutting I don't want to be in it yays. anymore. Yeah, and the yays. And the yeah. Buy me out. <laughs> what if it went, that one's Kaylin's Corner, hello. I feel like you're, you're you're like, that's it. a cliffhanger. Like, right. what? Oh. You know what? I'm with you. We're fucking with perfection. Yeah. yeah. Let's not even do it. I'm sorry I you brought it up. And you know what really makes it the best it could be? Chris. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that. See? TFTI. Yeah, since I can't, since I, there's no way I can tell what you're thinking, I, I have to accept what you just said. TFTVO. T-G-I-F-T-I. That was. <laughs> Thanks for the V-O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. T-F-V-O. Perfect. Well, you guys. <laughs> TFTVO. Come on. Ugh. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's the spirit of it. I'll discuss that more. I'm going to miss you guys. I mean, the <laughs> listeners won't notice it. But since... Oh, wait. All right. We still haven't talked about the tattoo. Oh, yes. Oh, man. There's a tattoo. It now, Chris doesn't... Okay, so I think it was a Sputin Savage. Yeah. Sent in a photo of the Allison Rosen's Your New Best Friend logo tattooed onto his shin. And the question we are having is, is it real or not? And um, Chris doesn't think it is. No. Because? Well, um, upon looking at... Th- there's a photo that you that you posted. I retweeted it. You retweeted. And um, I feel like there was hair on the leg. And usually when you get a tattoo, they shave. You're like, even like the peach fuzz on your back. Um, that's what that's what someone told me when I asked when I asked her. Maybe the hair grew back. Yeah, oh. although it did look kind of new. It looked it pretty did, new, yeah. but then and the fact that it was new, it should look like there's like a little bit of scabbing, irritation. a little bit like irritation, swollen, I, red. And I'm like looking the, at it now. For the size that it is, it's pretty fucking flawless. That looks like it's probably a temporary tattoo that somebody made with your logo. Crazy. Still cool. That's still, still awesome. It is still yeah. awesome. But I mean, if that's really a ta- if that's a real tattoo, it's a really good. Then artist. That's a really good tattoo artist. But then the the, the location kind of irked me a little bit too. Right in the middle of the shin, but no other tattoos on the like nearby. Visible. Irked you or just made you it is. question it? Well, that looks shaved though. It looks like doesn't that it looks like it's it on does look an area. it does look kind of shaved, but it doesn't look my inner thigh looks like that. It does look shaved, but if that was if that's that's sh- that's that can't be that recent, right? It, there's no redness around it whatsoever. Would you put? Would you shave to put on a temporary tattoo? Uh, yes, <laughs> sure. Because that's that, that, that is a patch there that's totally shaved. Well, anyway, how do you get a temporary tattoo like that? Yeah, you can, I don't know. You can get a you made. You can make temporary tattoos totally. out of anything you have an image of. Yeah, maybe it's henna. Is I've 2014? Kid, we got online. the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it regardless. I love it. It's great. It's hard to tell what size that really is. It appears to be about the size of the stickers that we... Uh, no, I think it's it smaller, looks so than, smaller that. than that. You think? Yeah. Down for scale. I need, yeah, I need some scale. Well, Spoot and Savage, if that is your real name, <laughs> let us know. We want to know. Um, and, uh, hey, we have a ringtone available, which we haven't even heard this whole episode. Hey, hey. Go fuck yourself. I that, like the fact that, that we was, haven't heard oh, it. Oh, I was going to say, that was for Lost. 
Oh, I thought about playing it during Lost when yeah. we were talking about those YouTube assholes. Ugh. It should also be for the airplane guy. Except yeah, that yeah. maybe he just was hopeful that you guys would fall in love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am not on the market. <laughs> Turn off my mic. Listen to that, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. And you can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The other one with Doug Benson and much of the Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the Amazon banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It helps out the show. It does not cost you anything extra. Also, I have a donate button on my website, um, Help Adam's Patent Troll Fight. It's really, it's not just Adam's Patent Troll Fight. It's all of our Patent Troll Fight. Um, He's being super uh, brave and more than brave, just, um, what's another word? How do you describe it? Courageous. He's a hero. Proactive. Yeah. Fighter. All of those things. Yep, he's doing all those things, and it sucks, but um, we all benefit from him doing doing that. And uh, I think a lot of people would like that patent trolls in general to be defeated, but most people don't have the resources to actually fight them. So you end up settling, and it's ridiculous, and it's, it's basically it's like being shaken down. Um, but he's not doing that, thanks to all of you guys and all of your help. So, um, yeah, donate whatever you can. And, 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 do I have anything else, Gary? That might be it. I, unless I missed it, I think we have a couple of special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. Nope, you missed it. I did. Okay. Um. To your Bobo Bark. I know, oh no, I forget, in, in, in the moment I'm forgetting oh. what mine is. I think I it's just, it. woof, woof. Oh, I thought yours was. Oh, yeah, it's that. (laughs) Arf, arf. And mine was woof, woof. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. We switched. Arf, arf. Woof, woof. We're girls. Sexy. (laughs) Not going to say what kind of girls we are. We're girls. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. So, so satisfying. I I would like to hear yours now. Oh, oh. (laughs) Nice. Oh, right. You you only do it when you're moved. That's right. Only if I. No, I want to hear everyone's. Chris already did his. Yeah. That was Chris. Karen, Karen. Arf, arf. Woof, So we all going to do it together? Or is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> going to happen. Oh, God. Let's try it just because what the hell. Why not? Then we'll end the show. Okay. So I'm going to say one, two, three, and then we're going to do it. That You know that thing of do you do it on three or do you do it after three? I do it after three. So we're going to do it on four, I guess. <laughs> one, two, three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't think this was going to go this direction. It's really special. But it has. Listeners, thank you guys so much for listening and for writing in and for sending in your tweets and for emailing us. If you want to email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCrolla.com and for just being all around wonderful and and for making me feel less alone about so many things. Um, And especially with me talking about all this fertility junk. Um, A lot of people have written in and shared their own stories. And thank you so much. I love that. Okay. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. Oh, I want to qualify something. Earlier I, I said, you guys, I'm going to miss you. And I just didn't want anyone to think that that meant that we were going anywhere. We're not going anywhere as far as you're concerned, listeners. It's just that we actually are going to be on our own vacation. So that's why I said that. Okay. 
Matt, where should we go for you? Go to therewillbespoilers.com. You can hear my podcast there. Uh, virtually every person at Corolla Digital has been on the show. Uh, and I also encourage you, pick an episode of a name you don't recognize. Could be your new hero. That's bold. Mm. Yep. A lot of people don't do that. I think, you know, I don't blame them. Like, you want to hear the people that they know, but... Do you have a little um, bubble in your throat? I do. It's weird. I can't seem to get rid of it. Um, I'm going to start fondleering in the middle of this. But... Oh, my God. I woke up fondleering oh, the other really? day. I've wow. never done that before. I it, I woke up choking on something. It's rough. It was not a pleasant way to wake up. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Anyway, spoilers.com or on iTunes, there will be spoilers. Chris? I, um, I just want to do a talk about a man named Al who is Jenna's husband. <laughs> all right? Skater boy and... <laughs> Plane guy. So yes, Jenna, I'm plugging Al. <laughs> Thank oh, God. you, Chris. Wait, <laughs> so wrong. Uh, I'm just glad this Al name sticking around. I love it. This is exciting. So yeah, check out Al. <laughs> <laughs> be, be aware of his presence. He exists. <laughs> and Jenna, um, thank you, Chris. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jenna Kim Jones. And Kaylin. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every time. Listeners, oh, thanks everyone for being on the show. And listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen show. Now that the show's over, don't forget to check out Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. Go to blueapron.com and see what's on the menu this week. To get your first two meals free, make sure you go to blueapron.com slash allison. That's blueapron.com slash allison.